Good morning, we are three town planners with different areas of interest here today to discuss how tree planting can as an incorporated into planning decisions. We will discuss the benefits of tree planting, especially in towns and cities, the problems with having tree cover in these areas and how planning policies seek environmental gains from development. We hope you enjoy our podcast today. Our topic is pertinent at this stage as we become more aware of how we can improve the natural environment, biodiversity and create places for the population, especially using tree planting. An interesting article noted on the BBC and led by Blue Sky International encourages our discussions today, following aerial mapping of England and Wales illustrating where the most tree cover could be found. Surprisingly, two London boroughs were highlighted as having the most trees, rather than areas of national park or rural regions. The reasons for low areas of trees in the countryside are due to land being used for grazing and farmland and the use of wood in these areas supporting industry and for fuel. The aerial mapping showed where trees in towns and cities are located, those being planted along avenues, streets managed by the local authority and within private back gardens. There are also large areas of tree planting within city parks, especially places such as Richmond Park covering two and a half thousand acres with woodland gardens such as Isabella Plantation. Trees provide many benefits which Brandon has huge interest in. The 25 year environment plan is a proposal for improving the environment and was launched in 2018, acknowledging that trees planted now will be for future generations to enjoy and not necessarily for those now. The aims of the policies seek to plant 1 million trees in England's towns and cities by 2022. This is to be carried out with tree planting of 11 million trees in rural areas. By 2060, UK government aspires to reach 12% tree cover by working with local forestry groups such as National Forest Company and the Forestry Commission. The approach is a collaborative, ensuring that the tree planting targets are met and maintenance procedures can be formed, which I know Colby is really interested in. The National Planning Policy Framework supports development that is sustainable in terms of social, environmental and economic benefits. Hearing the benefits provided by Brandon, it does sound as though planting of trees provides both social and economic benefits, so planting within proposed developments will certainly meet targets of sustainable development. At the same time, the wider benefits of existing trees should be recognised, ensuring the national habitat is protected and the benefits felt. This is in areas of ancient woodland and, and other ancient trees. Following the 25-year environmental plan launched in 2018, the Chancellor announced that future development must improve wildlife habits in the 2019 Spring Statement. To achieve this, a 10% increase in biodiversity on or near development sites is proposed. First, a developer must provide the baseline data of the site, then how the proposed site will achieve the level of biodiversity required, then provide the post-construction evidence confirming that the biodiversity has been delivered. The scores are based on DEFRA's habitat classification. The mitigation approach will avoid damage to habitats, minimise damage. If damage and lost environment cannot be avoided, they should be restored, and as a last resort, they should be compensated for. This approach will also protect ancient woodland, ancient and veteran trees in accordance with the MPPF. 
The white paper, Planning for the Future, was produced in August 2020 as part of a consultation process. This paper sought views on the reformation of the planning system in England. As part of the planning for the future, enabling more tree cover is an important goal. Other commitments are in the delivery of tree-lined streets through changes to the existing MPPF. The Arbicultural Association were consulted on this white paper from their professional capacity as an association promoting trees and enabling sustainable management. One of the comments made by the association as a key planning consideration is in the planting of the right tree in the right place, but that we must create the right places for the right trees. Highlighting the importance of trees in the planning system, they also made regards to having in-house tree officers at the council with the right skills, along with managing aftercare, protecting existing trees, allowing the community to take ownership of their area through the consideration of individual applications and improving digitised data of protected trees. They do, however, raise criticism of the document where trees are only mentioned six times in 84 pages of the white paper and that trees should be seen as a more of a critical infrastructure, perhaps not reinforced sufficiently in this proposal.